chaos is everywhere. Let's go. Woo. Uh, so uh, before we get into it, I think the problem was my internet was screwing up for weeks and it only only got bad enough to affect my work yesterday. So I had to reset stuff and now it's working. So that must have been it. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, I prefer, gonna... to blame, I prefer to blame the app, but whatever. Yeah, it's either the app or my internet, but considering it just like did that to my work yesterday and then I reset it and now it's working, seems like it might oh. be my internet. But, um, oh, you suck. I know, my, I just suck at life, but we're here with Chaos Thought Frontier and that doesn't suck. That doesn't Whee! suck at all. Doesn't suck. I feel like it's been forever since we've actually sat down and recorded. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, it certainly feels that way. Well, I'm Jonathan Gilchrist, that's Artie Vice, and we're actually going to watch some Star Trek Deep Space Nine today, uh, the episode Season 3, Episode 17, Visionary. Yeah, uh, get it, get it, what? And I completely forgot, because I always forget when I watch rewatch Deep Space Nine, this episode doesn't, the name doesn't stick out to me. This is the, this season's Torture O'Brien episode. I completely forgot that's what this is, but it is a Torture O'Brien episode. Yeah, right. Torture that fuck. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'm at zero. Are you ready to go? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. Sweet. And um, no spoilers, but everybody on the space station is going to die in this episode. Woo, finally. Uh, we, as, and you know it's a torture O'Brien episode because we, we started off with him on the ground unconscious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, fine, whatever. If he's going to be a pussy about it, we'll give him light duty. <laughs> Just going to be a puss. Uh, uh, but, this is a wrestling reference. Bully Ray would not approve of O'Brien like taking the day off after just a little unconsciousness. He's going to be back going to work in an hour. He was, you're not going to get any arguments for me. I definitely want to want to fucking relax hour later. I can fix that. He's going to have to apologize to Cisco for the inconvenience of leaving. Yep. All right, I'm done. I'm done with my Bully Ray jokes. Uh, we'll have plenty of time for that. Yeah, that's going to be Wednesday. Honestly, I don't even think we should... We might not even have time for to go, to do the question you wanted to. There's so much shit we have to talk about. Yeah, because it's been a while. Well, That's yeah, okay. not, it, it's a combination of it's been a while, and during that while, a lot of shit's happened. So Yeah. That's okay. The question I came up with was an evergreen, so we could do it you know, whenever. Yeah. All right, so the basics of the episode, and I think I mentioned this the last time we did watch Star Trek, is that um, Romulan... Yeah, it's about what? Said it's a drunk wharf. Yes, I mean one of many drunk wharfs. But um, basically, the Romulans are showing up to look over Dominion 
intelligence because of the, the cloaking device. So right. that's like the, that's the, that was stupid. I hate you. It wasn't even me. Like I think the app just kicked us off. Sure. I hope sure. it wasn't. You don't want to blame the app. Now you want to blame the app. Which is it? No, I really don't want to blame them because the only people that advertise in our show are the app. So really, as long as they're giving me any kind of money, they are the most perfect podcasting tool out there. Um. All right. Just so, so people know it's like pennies. It's not like we're. <laughs> yeah. No. I'll, making money. Like I don't have any shame. I'll tell you guys, it's two cents per play. Like that's how much money we make uh, off of Anchor. Two cents per play. So we, feel free to leave us on in the background. Just you know, repeat episodes. We're fine. It's whatever. I only put one in an episode. Um. All right. So I'm at two minutes and fourteen seconds. Oh, we're close. I was at two nineteen. Okay, give me one second. I'll just let it play for a few more seconds. Yeah, let it play. Okay, so I'm at 219. If you want to get caught up with us, hit play in three, two, one, play. Boom, and baby. Hope, hope that doesn't happen again. Cause yeah. It's already going to be annoying that I have to put this in the sections. But whatever. I'm Ruan. This is my cousin, Steve, and his <laughs> wife, Jill. We gave them human names so you would feel less awkward about the fact that we're better than you in every single way. Fucking Romulans, am I right? (laughs) I just told you everything you need to know about Romulans right there. Also, they only have one haircut. They traveled all the way out there. Are they literally going there to, like, get the report and then they're just going to fucking bounce? I don't think they get to take anything with them. So, like, literally they're just going to... Like, they have to review the information while they're there. That's what they get to do. Because I I don't know how much you know about the background of all the Star Trek stuff, but before this, in Next Generation and in the original series, the Romulans, uh, besides maybe the Klingons in the original, were like the biggest, baddest enemy for the Federation. So it's kind of a big deal that they're working together at all. Uh-oh. Here you go, Cork. <laughs> Morn, why'd you get in the way of those darts? Whose fault is that, O'Brien? You're supposed to show him. Yeah, he's gonna What? What the shit? Weird ass shit's going on. <laughs> Whoa. So this is going to be a repeat thing, so that's all I don't have to point out. What just happened is O'Brien, all of a sudden, when he's about to throw a dart, flashed forward to an unrelated scene where he saw himself talking to Quark and then was there for like, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds and then flashed back to where he was and fainted. So. Yeah. 
Oh, gotcha on that one. Didn't expect me to go into it right away. No, I mean, now I've been waiting for one to be like in the middle of the show. It's what happens right away. It's almost as surprising. <laughs> also, this episode, I'm going to get the date wrong because I forgot to look it up because I did this research a week ago. It was February 26th, I want to say, 1995. Wow. Also, so, just to point out, I'm no darts master or anything, but uh, if Chief O'Brien really wanted to teach Cork how to play darts, he should have taught him to aim for the triple 20. <laughs> That's more about charts than I know, so good, good job. You don't aim for the bullseye? I, I mean, if you're not really playing the game, you can aim for the bullseye, but if you're like playing a legit game of darts, you're mm-hmm. aiming for the purple 20 every time. Gotcha. Good to know in case I ever find myself in a legit game of darts. That's uh, so what happens when you work in a bar in college. You uh, you learn some stuff. Well, you worked in the library in college. Maybe I'm thinking this. Oh, you did both. No, I did both. See, I, I, I worked in I worked in the archives for my oh. last year of college, um, as like a um, archivist, or like a work study kind of thing. Right. But then I also worked in for the first like three years, I think, maybe four. First three years at least, I worked in the I worked in the Skeller, oh, okay. which for those of you who don't know, is the Bar underneath the cafeteria <laughs> at the college that we both attended. At the college we went to, and the only reason I don't tell you the name of the college—it's such a small college—it would just give way too much away about who we are. If we yep. Told you. Yeah. Uh, Same reason I don't say anything specific about it when I stream. <laughs> Actually, I'm just impressed that I remember that about you working at the library because I don't remember stuff about a lot of things. Uh, it was the prime of my life. Sad that is. The other day, um, Jen uh, was ta- telling me about, I forget how we got to this, but she was talking about how when I was in my grad studies, she would send food with me. And I do remember this now, but I like completely forgot as she was telling me that she would send food back with me when we first met. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was all delicious. It just wasn't in my brain. So- all I remember is visiting you at grad school the one time with Joe. And you getting like a bunch of food from this pizza place that's near there, yeah. and it just being fucking delicious. Yeah, I had the the lockdown of that area as far as what you could order. Yeah, uh, I still get cravings for that food. I need to visit out there sometime. I don't know why I ever would, but yeah, there's not really go out there. Maybe go to like a sporting event or something. Yeah, I can tell everybody that we're talking about Albany. Uh, there's not really a good reason to go to Albany, but like if you live there, especially on a campus, they do have a lot of really cool, good food that'll deliver to yeah, you. Yeah, I kind of live in the area, kind of. So yeah, you're closer than I am. So. If I, I would need a reason to go there because it's like it's like roughly an hour away, roughly. Mm-hmm. So I would need a reason to go there, but if I had a reason, like going to a basketball game or something. There's right. a lot of good stuff out there. So the Romulans also, are Romulans saying, are dicks. Yeah, they're basically saying you haven't even done anything with cloaking device. What the fuck's wrong with you? We gave you the cloaking device so you could go and you know spy and do shit in the a gamma quadrant, and we didn't have to risk one of our own ships. 
I mean, they didn't say that, but that's what they were thinking very loudly. They are, the Romulans are just such asses. Yes, they are. You can are. see why they're like the original bad guy. Yeah. Well, the really fun thing about the Romulans is the fact that they're basically, they have the Vulcan arrogance, but without any of like the, like wanting to be friendly. Yeah. Quark, we've been through this. Come on with the maintenance crew all the time. Oh, this seems like a deja vu. Hey, look, it's me. Hi, me. Yeah, so from the production stuff that I read, that was the hardest part of this episode, was trying to like get the shots where there's two O'Briens at the same time. Mm. Gotcha. Well, yeah, I can imagine, especially for that. For that, I, I bet it's probably pretty tough. Yeah. You're a goddamn tra- time traveler. <laughs> Trime traveler. I mean, you did shock yourself really good with that time ooze. Maybe it has something to do with it. Yeah. Just let Leopard Lady check you. Oh. Front row. Front row. Part oh, time. no. Klingons fighting Romulans. Romulans fighting the Federation. How often do you get to save your own life in a bar fight? Right? Oh, and he's not surprised. I I, I don't think the other guy was the other chief was surprised at this point because he already knew what was going on. Right. That's kind of cool, actually. When you know what's going on, though, that actually could be, like, fucking pretty sweet superpower. Yeah. Except that there's no control here. But if there was... I think there's a specific amount of time, so he does... Eventually, they do actually get to a point where they're kind of controlling it. It, it, Well, we'll see, but I think there's a specific amount of time that he's moving forward. Hmm. And so that's part of how they can sort of guesstimate what they're doing. I don't know there was like a bar fight going on. It was a regular Saturday night, you know. All right. I can tell you there were still Romulans at the bar because they were getting their asses handed to them. Right? I, yeah, I was going to feel like, I feel like if that's the case, you know it's within the next like two or three days because right. the Romulans were there. So you know it. You know what I mean? I know sometimes they they talk about this in the, like in the show notes that I see, but it's interesting to me like how these episodes evolved because this episode originally the idea was for Odo to go forward in time, mm. and it's always curious to me like why they decide to put certain characters in instead of other ones, and gotcha. sometimes there's a reason, sometimes there isn't. I'm just I just remember that Odo was supposed to be. And I was like, wait, why did they use Odo? Because this would have been fun with Odo. <laughs> oh, that's. Might have simply been for the exact reason how I started that they 
they got into the rhythm of doing one episode every season where they torture O'Brien. So maybe that's it. Try to be diplomatic. Kira, diplomatic? That's Kira, like me going on a diet. Kira, I don't think you know the meaning of the word diplomatic. I really don't think she does, honestly. As, as, by, as told by the uh, transition to the next scene, where she's standing clearly yelling down at the Romulans. Oh, gosh darn it. Oh, I'll be right back. All right. So yeah, the Romulans are just upset because they don't believe Kira's story about um, leaving the Defiant. They're basically very anti-Odo for, you know, obvious racist reasons, but are also kind of justified based on the fact that Odo did leave the Defiant in the middle of the battle. Often have personal talks with the changeling. I would love it if this is the way that she finds out that Odo likes her. I'm back. <laughs> so basically, the Romulans were insinuating that Odo, you know, has a thing for Kira, and that's why he uh, took her, and right. she wasn't captured with the rest of the crew. <laughs> it would it would have been funny if that's how she figured it out. Like, wait a minute, Odo does seem to, you know, be more happy when I'm around. No, can't be. Julian just beats him at everything. Jesus. Yes. And there's a very specific reason why he does. Are you younger and more talented? No, I'm gonna I won't tell you the reason because it's a big part of his character arc later on. But I will say that he's not even trying. Once you know his whole backstory, he's actually um, pulling back all the time. So I think that's enough of a Tease. I just, just have that in the back of your mind and see if you can put it together before they get there. Gotcha. He's some I don't sort think, of prodigy then. Yeah, I don't think even the writers knew at this point what, what he was going to become. So. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. I can't believe we killed those babies and children on the holodeck. <laughs> they weren't in the bar. They were upstairs. See? Quark doesn't care about fights as long as he gets paid. Yeah, as long as it doesn't affect people coming to drink at his bar. Right? I should look it up. I wonder what the actual literal translation of Patak is. Here, why would you bring that up to him? Because they're friends, and it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, 
Come on, Oda, Odo and Kira. <laughs> Please. Man, who could have saw this coming? <laughs> he has literal time travel powers and he couldn't stop a bar fight. They're starting to have fun with it. Yeah, right. They just become a super team, O'Brien and O'Brien. <laughs> I smell a sitcom. One's an Irish chief engineer, the other's an Irish chief engineer. One it's O'Brien, 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 and O'Brien. It's also weird that he called himself by his first name there. I'm not sure what you're supposed to call your future double. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What would I call myself? Jack off. <laughs> okay. Douche novel. Don't be dramatic. It'll be fine. It's not like you just saw your own corpse and took your own pulse. Yeah, exactly. Overreacting a little, I think. Okay, who wants to open it? I love that Odo doesn't even think to not do that. It's like, yep, this is my part of the job. I have to open it. Poke it with a stick. <laughs> ah, yes, the classic Klingon way. Commander, would it be okay with you if I just never fixed this console again? Hmm. So yeah, there's, not um, there's nothing that would seem why they would need to do that except for maybe to kill O'Brien. Yeah. I bet it's Quark. Quark does seem like the murdering type, doesn't he? Yep. Oh, here we go. Your low, lower subspace bandwidth, stupid. Please call it a black hole. Quantum singularity sounds so pretentious. 
I do love that they're that they're at that point of um space exploration. It's like, yeah, there's a black hole like a few feet out there. Whatever, it's not gonna do any damage. Yeah, it's all good. I was watching I actually rewatched the entire series of uh, Superman the animated series. And um, in one of the later episodes, he actually pushes his ship out of a black hole. Like he just gets out of his spaceship, flies over and pushes his ship out of a black hole. And I wanted so badly to be like have a direct line to be able to grasp Tyson just because I think it would make his head explode to even have Superman push somebody out of a black hole. Trying to pinpoint that singularity. Pinpoint your face. Eh. I don't think it has anything to do with O'Brien. That's just a random singularity. Do you think like this is more about just the administration of like how this would actually work as a space station? Because like Cisco just said that to Kira, as if he's already told her about O'Brien seeing himself die. But like, do they have a meeting about that? Do they, does she like when does he inform her that that uh, happened? Yeah, I mean they can't show everything on screen, so maybe yeah. it's just assumed that like. I'm just like fake nerd world building here. I'm just wondering how that would work in this situation. It also might just be assumed that she was in the in the room with them. She yeah. she just didn't get seen by the camera. That too. Yeah. There's a lot of ways you can work around it. A low energy transporter beam. But they don't know that we know that they know that we know. Cork. Oh, the Romulans. <laughs> this doesn't seem like a Klingon thing to do. I was gonna say, yeah, the Klingons don't strike me as people that like do a lot of like covert spying. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I love how Odo said Quark. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Odo lines. I always investigate Quark. Yeah, I really, I really, really don't think. It's the like I can't imagine the Klingons yeah. doing something like you yeah, know we get to see a lot more of the Klingon um, Empire and how it works throughout this whole show and they just they never seem like the spy type they they just yeah. sort of invade when they want to get their yeah I mean close. even so far we've gotten a good little taste of it yeah I mean the the most like sneaky backstabby Klingons are those two sisters we saw in the first season, and the next time you're going to see them in a Star Trek thing is the movie where they die. And spoiler mm. alert! So, well, way to ruin it. 
I mean, we're going to get there by the end of the season, so hopefully you'll forget that by then. Yeah, at the mm-hmm. end, I don't know if I've said this to everybody. I think I made it clear. At the end of Season 3, uh, Season 1 of Voyager and Deep Space Nine, respectively, we're going to do um, Star Trek Generations, the movie, on here. So, And I think the end of the next season after that, we'll end up doing First Contact. And that'll be the end of the movies that I'm going to specifically put in as part of the timeline of these stories. What's going on over here? Yeah. No. Why do, you, why do you have to be so creepy about taking a sheet off of his off the dead body? Like So it still happens. It's like the second time he's died today. Right. <clears throat> I was doing your autopsy. <laughs> like, would you want to see the results of your autopsy? No. <laughs> I don't think so either. So, good news. O'Brien is dead, but Bashir knows how he died, so his past self should be able to save O'Brien. Stupid body, anyway. There we go. <laughs> he just starts mumbling, you fucking worthless doctor. <laughs> I feel like Quark might be involved somehow. I mean, it's got to be Quark, right? Yes, large and bulky. Yeah, all those times that we've seen a portable transport, know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yes. Not the conversion matrix. Well, I think I told you this like last time we did this. The transporter and the replicator are basically the same thing. So, yeah, you can just sort of tinker with one to get it to do the other. You mean this device that was clearly in front there? Get the fuck out. There's no way. There's no way the Klingons did this. I just can't see them doing anything. It requires, like, guile. Right? Which is actually really funny, because all over TikTok right now, there's, like, a meme going around of them taking a uh, quote from Worf about guile and just putting it in different situations. 
but this is a wharf that's drunk wharf. There's no way you can figure it out. I can never imagine the word Klingon and covert strike force in the same sentence. Unless it was Klingons killed a covert strike force in brutal violence. I do love that Odo eventually like tells him all the stuff. He's like, why didn't you just tell me that to begin with? I have to remind you how good I am. Just be careful. <laughs> That's, That's fair. very true. <laughs> Fucking Bashir, I won't give up. Why would I ever run that scan on you? That's a good point, Bashir. <laughs> Who are you to argue with you? This is outrageous. We're barely drunk. <laughs> Klingon intelligence. Mm, smart, Odo, smart. <laughs> oh, you just had to throw the maybe in there. God. Damn you, Odo. Damn you. Better now that I'm not dying anymore. No more time shifting. Not an ellipse. Again, as far as they know, it's a fucking black hole just out there. And it's like, yeah, it's just whatever. It's just orbiting us. It's fine. Uh oh. Ruh roh, Raggy. Raggy. Go, He's go talk to yourself and ask what happened. Why are you waiting? The shuttle there, Sparky. Seriously. Why are you just watching yourself? By the way, I told you everybody would die on the space station. 
You people didn't believe me. You thought I was just a joke. So yeah, basically, um, for anybody not watching along, the, they jumped five hours ahead and the space station was destroyed. I mean, I'm sure they could fix it. It's fine. Yeah! Oh, and the wormhole was also destroyed. <laughs> oh, nothing. Um, Why aren't you collapsing? I think he doesn't collapse because he, they did get most of the radiation, and that's what causes oh, the collapsing. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Jesus, it's all just blew up. Okay. If Commander Sisko was a different kind of person, he'd be like, okay, I'm going to start commanding the space station from the Defiant for no particular reason. Uh, uh -huh. See, I told you, they're going to try and now use the superpower. So I don't know if they've already gone past it, but at some point, I think it might have just been there, they start talking about this one compound that they're going to use to do it. And the guy that wrote the series was like, because he wrote on Next Generation, he came up with a name of a thing that was in the original Star Trek, and he said, it was so much easier to remember stuff that I watched as a kid on the original Star Trek than stuff that I had wrote into Next Generation when it came <laughs> to coming up with this stuff. It's like if you or I were starting to write Star, uh, Star Wars or something, and then we're like, oh yeah, no, I got all this stuff in my head, but I have to come up with something new. It'd be really hard. Ugh. Speaking of Star Wars, just checking in. Have you watched the book of Boba Fett yet? Nope. You really need to. It's awesome. I've got too much stuff to do already. I understand. Like, I'm sure I'll get to it eventually, but that eventually might be like months and months from now. Yeah, well, at least when you get to it, you'll have the whole thing to watch at once. Yeah, my, my yeah I've, thing. Got, I've got a shit ton of stuff on my list of of watching right now, not to mention a bunch of different video games, not to mention right. working six days a week. Well, whose fault is that if you're working all the time? Mine, for needing money. Stupid money, anyway.
right? We should have both been born rich, and this wouldn't be a problem. We could just be professional podcasters, quote unquote. Yep. Exactly. Oh shit! Here we go. He's turning it's... into Iron Man. <laughs> oh, look at that arc welder! It's so awesome. <laughs> There's no way that's actually a clock. The paradox of this episode it makes my head hurt because he jumped ahead from this O'Brien's past. So wouldn't this O'Brien remember jumping ahead to see the station be exploded? Yeah, that really hurts. I don't want to think about it. (laughs) Also, if you could just like give me some radiation uh, medicine or something, that'd be awesome. So he's keeping himself in there longer as well with the stuff. Right. Because, yeah, he's constantly having to be flooded with radiation. That's how he gets right. to stay there. Oh, there it is. Oop, there it is. What? The Romulans? No. Oh, so it was a Romulan warbird. Yeah. Basically, well, um, eh, there's one final piece of the puzzle. I guess I'll just wait till it actually tells you because it won't be that long. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm dying. Dying of so much stuff. There we go. Yeah, so the Romulans' uh, ship is powered by a miniature black hole, and that's what they were detecting. No, they don't ever explain how you power a ship with a miniature black hole, but but that's what they were doing. So our O'Brien is going to die and future past O'Brien is going to go take his place. So weird. Yeah, Star Trek loves to do this where it just, it doesn't matter. It's a future version of yourself or a past version. Yeah. I guess ultimately it doesn't matter. It's the same exact, it's the same exact person. Yeah. It's literally just a matter of he's lived a couple hours more than the other. Yeah. There's actually all different circumstances, but there is an episode of Voyager where the exact same thing happens, where another Harry Kim 
shows up. Well, I don't know if that one had to do with time as much as a weird reality thing. <laughs> we'll get to that episode eventually. Wow, someone raises the goddamn shields. Oh, I see. Cork, why would you lie? <laughs> I like that. Well, at least I'm consistent. So to give everybody, I'm letting you read this, but to give everybody the, the gist of it, um, the Romulans had decided that they couldn't risk the Dominion coming through the wormhole, so they were going to destroy it, but they knew that the Federation would stop them, so they used the Cloak Warbird to destroy the space station, make it look like an accident, and there you go. So... Not our warboard. I mean, not our what? Mm -hmm. There's nothing out there. By the way, do we get to keep the cloaking device? In Odo terms, that means get the fuck out. Damn Romulans. And their Romulanness. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things that anyone's ever done to Quark right here at the end. 20 out of ring, that's a perfect shot. You're the same person. <laughs> but also, that does mean that there was another version of Miles that completely did die and, like, wasn't saved and just died. Yeah. Yeah, I think we talked over that, but there was a point where Quark was trying to get the chief to tell him like the winning numbers on the Dabo table so he could make money off of it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so there you go. There's the episode of Visionary. What did you think of that? That was interesting and confusing. Yeah, it's a nice time travel episode, and it does lead to a lot of weird questions yeah. about like, all that stuff, but 
I mean, Star Trek doesn't always solve time travel stuff. I don't know if you ever saw the the J.J. Abrams ones, but yeah, that that can make your head hurt too if you really sit down and think yeah. about how it changes everything. Um, just pulling up Voyager here so we can see mm-hmm. what our next episode's going to be. It's going to be season one, episode seven. I'm just hoping that we'll pull up. Well. Um, while I'm pulling it up, uh, this Wednesday, assuming that this app will continue to work as it usually does, because of course they are paying me, um, we're going to be doing Chaos of Ringside. A lot of stuff to talk about. We got to talk about the uh, beach break. Just, yeah, all sorts of stuff happened in AEW. And, uh, I am caught up week. on AEW, so that's good. Oh, good. What did you think? Uh, just you can give us a teaser. What did you think of the Punk MJF match? Were you like, I, I thought it was a classic, but. For the, I was about 95% very happy. Uh, and I mean, there was 5%, and I think I know what part, I think you know what part I'm talking about. But there was 5% where I was like, what the fuck? That was unnecessary. Right. Yeah, I, um, I, so the one part that I, I'm loving, and we'll talk about it in detail, but the one part I love just because it's, I, we've talked about how it's never done anymore is the fact they found a way to do the three arm raise finish, even though it didn't stick. I love the idea of going back to that, even if you're not going to make it stick. So this is where, this is where we're going to have a conversation. Yeah, because I knew that that's probably the part you didn't like, but it made me I, smile. It made it pissed me off so much. <laughs> the rest of the match was so good too. Oh, like, well, like obviously we know, like obviously MJF can go. Well, we'll get into this more obviously, but like, yeah. like CM Punk really showed something in that match. Yes, that was very good. Like he uh, really showed that he could still go in the ring. Yeah, I think that put to rest anything about him having like rust or not being ready. Like that finally yeah. just like, no, he's yeah, he's just as good. Um but yeah, we'll talk about it more and we'll definitely get yeah. into what we liked uh about the psychology or didn't like uh when we get to it. But there's other matches too. So I pulled up the next episode of Voyager. It's episode seven of season one called Eye of the Needle. Actually also has to do with Romulans, interestingly enough. Huh. Um the no crew is overjoyed to find a wormhole leading to the Alpha Quadrant, only to find that it's a micro-sized and terminates in the Romulan Empire. Oh. So, it, it's actually a really cool episode, but um, yeah, so, there you go. Another weird, weird spatial episode, kind of. It's And since we're kind of out of order, it's weird that these two happen to happen back-to-back. Cool. Alright, so yeah, join us on Wednesday where we're going to argue about how uh, our device is wrong, and that was perfect psychology and awesome callback to better days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think that's about it. Thanks, Derek Bowman, for the theme song. Follow us on uh, Twitter at uh, Chaos Pod Show. Follow me at Last Gilchrist One. Follow me on Twitter at La- or on uh, TikTok at Last Gilchrist. And um, tell a friend about the show because. We just want more people to listen to our crazy ranting. Oh, yeah. All right. Do you have anything else you want to say, buddy? Just, you know, peace and love, man. Peace and love. Listen to our shit. Okay. Have a good night, everybody. You see. Fuck.